Are you ever proud of yourself when you think back on a time when you have acted like an asshole at work or in your personal life with your family or a friend or in your community? No, right? If you are a good person, which is what you certainly are if you feel drawn to this podcast, the book, and continue to listen to me, that answer is always no. In this episode, we're going to dig into what is unfortunately a very common problem, toxic online behavior by some men directed toward women on dating websites and in dating apps. We'll get into the sensitive yet important subject right after this quick word from our sponsor, me. Hi everyone, welcome to the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting. I am David, the author of the book of the same name, Gentleman's Guide to Flirting, available on Amazon.com. I am also your host and the exalted leader of the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting empire. You will be able to find this content on YouTube or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Thank you for joining. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 20 of the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting podcast. I am David, the author of the book. I've got another great episode for you this week on a sensitive subject involving some very negative types of conduct that have happened from time to time. We're going to dig into the subject of toxic online behavior toward women on dating websites and in dating apps. Now let's be honest here. Sometimes we all slip up or have an off day especially now during this pandemic when it may be hard to be at or maintain your normal best behavior. But we are all about 100% positivity around here. Being hostile or aggressive or abusive to women online or on the phone or in person is never okay in the dating process or relationships in our world. The gentleman's got the flirting world. Never. What exactly do I mean by toxic behavior on dating sites or dating apps? Well, four types come to mind. Number one, not dealing with no or getting angry when not getting replies or responses. If she says no, that is fine. Remember, with our methods and philosophy, you have plenty of other options right around the corner. Sometimes her silence, you know, not replying back, just means that she is talking to someone else or is off the market entirely and her account is stale or not deactivated yet. There is a much healthier way to think about the no's you encounter in this situation and in life in general that we will get to later. As for toxic reactions to no's, when things go wrong, some guys attack. The guy might fire back calling her a whore, a slut, a pig, or something else awful. That is totally wrong. Let me give you an example from a young woman that has been giving me advice as I've been developing the book over the past three plus years. She tells me a lot of stories of things that happened to her in the trenches of dating from the front lines. Once when she wasn't feeling a connection with a guy in an online dating site, she was trying to gracefully and politely back out of talking to the guy any further. When that became clear to him, he fired back telling her, quote, no wonder you aren't married. Can you believe that? Who says that? No. That is a huge violation of rule one in our 10 rules from the book. 
he should have wished her all the best in her search and just moved on. That is what he should have done, or he could have just said nothing at all and moved on. Definitely not lash out. Try this. Ask your single female friends. They will fill your ears with stories like that. And fixing that type of coarse behavior in society is one of the many reasons I wrote the book and do the podcasts and this episode in particular. I intend to give millions of guys out there other options on how to think and approach the topic of finding a really great woman in very high quality ways. All right, toxic online behavior number two, offering to pay for sex. Offering to pay for sex. Yes, this happens a lot. I am not sure if this would ever work as an opener with any normal girl out there. I mean, telling her how hot she is and offering to pay for sex with her right out of the gate. Unless the account was set up as a front for prostitution to begin with, which is something you will certainly come across, especially on the free dating websites and other services. Toxic behavior number three is kind of related to number two, and that's just straight up asking for sex or sexual favors. Saying, hi, let's meet for sex. No, no, how are you? No food. No, just straight to sex. This might work in a hookup site or app, I suppose, but I'm not sure how many healthy long-term relationships start this way. I think this type of thinking comes more from porn movies and not really having a lot of experience out in the real world more than anything else. Real women, women in the real world, have learned over generations that they need to have their guard up and be concerned for their safety. And guys who think this works, think such a girl will just say yes to being asked for sex and agree to meet? Or is it the guy just wants her to feel like shit by asking for something he knows is a no just to put her down? Either way, I think your success rate will be very close to zero using this type of approach. So that's a big fat no in our world. Number four, let's talk about harassment. Harassment can take many forms. Stalking her, other social media, stalking her on the dating site, trying to find out where she lives or works to show up there or threaten to do so. It could be continuously messaging her when she isn't replying back or she has said no. It could be threatening her safety or that of her family and friends. Obviously, this is all completely wrong as well. Alright, so that's all the bad stuff. So how should you be thinking about these issues and reacting to the various situations that arise online? First, think about what is happening with these online services. Online, typically, the women's inboxes and mailboxes are pretty full, and that is even more true for the prettiest and youngest women on the sites. On the other hand, the typical guys' mailboxes are pretty much empty and stay that way. The women's mailboxes are mostly filled with low energy, lackluster attempts, and sometimes hateful, overtly sexual, or other inappropriate content. Some guys may get frustrated when there is no reply or they are told no, and maybe they lash out like we talked about earlier. But not you. Not you. How do you handle things and conduct yourself? 1. You live well. You are well-intentioned. You are constantly improving. You have a plan. You're in demand. You're more desirable to women because of all of that. And you send interesting, playful, fun, high energy, well thought out and respectful messages to women. That is the only way you communicate, without exception. The ladies are more likely to think being with you is safe 
and fun and interesting and worthwhile, worth their time. Your messages and ways of communicating and treating women will get a higher return than the crap most guys send out, but your response rate will never be 100%. You will have plenty of no's, sir. You will. So what about those no's? Each one is a win. She's doing you a favor. I know at first glance it doesn't feel like a win, and yeses and getting your way is better and easier, but let me explain. Every no makes you stronger. There will be plenty of yeses as you work to improve every day, both in your online and in-person approaches. Trust me. Especially as you get more experience and practice and your confidence level rises. My advice to you is to turn those no's into wins. Sure, like we have covered already, being turned down or told no can be frustrating, but you have a rule one problem if you lash out. Looking at this more broadly, you need to get to a point in life where hearing no doesn't hurt you at all. It doesn't affect you in the slightest, and you don't fear being told no in any situation. One reason why I say that is because what you accumulate from yeses will start piling up over time. It is useful in life to build yourself up to a point where being told no doesn't hurt at all in any context, where no doesn't phase you at all. You know enough yeses are coming. Not being afraid at all of being told no helps in many other areas in life. Think sales. Think asking for a raise. Think about job promotions, asking for a promotion. Think about job interviews, trying to find a new job and convince someone to hire you. Think about asking to raise your rates for your services or products if you're self-employed. If you don't ask, you don't get. If you don't ask, you don't get. If you're afraid of asking, that can limit the number of yeses you get in life, which can severely limit you. Another reason why I feel this way is, with women, sometimes a no turns into something later. A lady might first be a firm no, and then she changes her mind. This is far more likely to happen with in-person approaches when you see her more than once, maybe around town where you live. First she says no. And then days or weeks later, after you have forgotten about it and moved on yourself, then she reaches out when you walk by and clearly wants to talk to you and now is clearly interested. It can be weird, but it can happen to you. Maybe she realizes her choices weren't that great, and you start looking better and better to her. There's just something about your energy you project and the way you spoke with her the first time that resonated with her, and that is because you are better than what her other choices are, and she has now thought things over and wants a do-over. As for the other three types of toxic behavior we defined earlier, offering to pay for sex, asking for crude sexual favors, and harassment, those are all straight garbage and you know it. The book and this podcast give you plenty of other good options on how to operate and think and act that are infinitely better than any of that horse manure. Basically, if you struggle with being negative with women sometimes in situations like we discussed, remember rule one from the ten rules in the book. Under no circumstance is a woman to ever feel worse about herself from any interaction with you. Not on approach, not on or after a date, not after you've been together for 20 years. End it well or just go silent. You are a man, 
act like an adult no matter how she treats you, even if she treats you like shit, you exit the interaction perfectly, strictly adhering to our rule one. If you are struggling to find things to say and are getting no a lot online, or your inbox is too empty every day, part three in the book gives you plenty of positive, ready-to-use examples that she will like. Just read through everything and find the ones that fit your style, that you feel comfortable saying. Then that great mindset that you develop from part one sets you on the right path in how to think about this whole subject. Okay, that is all I have for this week. Take care out there, guys.